Welcome to the Thriving Solopreneur Show, where you learn the stories and systems that have turned hardworking, self-employed business owners like yourself into highly successful, leisurely entrepreneurs. This show is dedicated to those who went into business for themselves because they had an idea or suggestion that ignited their passions to do more, to do it better, and to solve a problem in our community. Whether your business started in a basement, a garage, or at a kitchen table, this episode will bring to you a system, a tip, or an entrepreneur that has been where you are and can guide you to living the fulfilling life you desire for yourself. Here's your host and serial solopreneur, Janine Bolin. Hello and welcome to the Thriving Solopreneur Show. This is Janine Bolin, and I am incredibly excited about today. I know I say that a lot when I have people on, but this gentleman I have been stalking for the last six to seven years. My guest today is Walt Hampton. You may have heard of this guy. He was the founder and chief executive officer of the Summit Success International. He's a global personal and professional development guy. He created the firm. He was also the president and chief operating officer of Book Yourself Solid Worldwide. This guy took an idea and just it exploded around him. He's an executive business coach, management consultant, and leadership trainer. He's the founder of the Consultant Success Formula. Walt helps entrepreneurs and business professionals make impact they want and the income they deserve. He's the best-selling author of Journeys on the Edge, Living a Life That Matters, and the two-time winner of the North American Book Awards. He's also the author of The Power Principles of Time Mastery, do less, make more, have fun. He is a graduate of Cornell Law School. He's practiced law in the areas of corporate and commercial litigation and criminal defense. And he was a managing partner of the law firm for over 30 years before he decided to ooh, do a mid-career twist of turn. His passions are high-altitude mountaineering, ultra-distant running, blue water sailing. Notice he said blue water. In case you've ever been on the ocean, you understand what that means. And he is also an adventure photographer. He and his wife, Anne, live in Castleson, Ireland. So it's wonderful to have you with us today, dear. You left one thing out. He's a legend in his own mind. <laughs> I'm, so, <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. What a privilege and a gift to spend time with you. Thank you. I, I really am grateful to finally have tracked you down as I was sharing with Walt because I didn't want to hit him with this live as we were doing the recording. I got a copy of Book Yourself Solid probably around 2014. My 30-year marriage had gone down the drain. I was having to figure out a way to raise four children, and I knew I was a great coach because I had been homeschooling four different children, and I just knew I would be a great coach. And so I got this Book Yourself Solid by Michael Port, and I started reading it, and it was crazy because back then they had a workbook. It was 100 pages long that you had to print off yourself. Are you kidding me? And um, it was so new that that kind of marketing was happening. And then I started in 2017, something amazing happened. I started getting this Walt Hampton guy talking to me in the box. Well, he had just been gifted the company. He started running the thing. Michael Porter gave him his blessings and said, run with it, Walt. Run with it. He did. Next thing I know, I'm on Facebook on groups with him. So I'm sorry. I'm going to let Walt talk here in a minute. But I'm just a little excited because I've been tracking this guy for years years and then come to find out my last guest that we had on uh katrina sawa he and her are friends so it's a small world well thank you so much for being with us <laughs> it's such a privilege and such a gift i'm so looking forward to this time and i'm so looking forward to 
being able to share some cool stuff with you along with your listeners. You betcha. So we're going to get rocking and rolling because I want to make sure that we give a lot of the free content that you are so well known for. So Book Yourself Solid is fabulous. If you are a new business owner and you want to get over your emotional head trash when it comes to selling, Book Yourself Solid is fabulous. However, you may want to skip that step and move to Consultant Success Formula. That's Book Yourself Solid on steroids. Talk to us a little bit about that, Walt. Well, I after I left Book Yourself Solid, what I realized out in the world, Janine, was that there is so much noise on the interweb. Um, you look every day and you see, buy this one funnel, get this one bot, do this one LinkedIn strategy, these three keys, these, these seven steps, and you'll be an overnight success. Well, first of all, um, I want to call BS on that because I have built five successful businesses from scratch, and every single one of them has taken time and a dirty four-letter word called work. And I think it's a disservice to your listeners, to all of us as entrepreneurs, to be sold this bill of goods that somehow you're going to be an overnight success. If you have a mission, if you have a big enough why, you will be a success. But it requires a systematic way to go about it. And if we get distracted by all of the shiny toys on the internet, we never really get there fast enough to do the important work we're called to do. And so I created the consultant success formula as the most comprehensive business building system on the planet. Everything you need to know from zero to scale and sale, if that's where you want to go, but everything you need to go in step-by-step, it's a roadmap. It is a comprehensive roadmap from, I think I have this idea to actually building it out on a website, on a LinkedIn profile, creating your social media presence, building and growing a team, all of it in a step-by-step framework. And so it is, um, it's, it's where you can go and stay in the business building process. And one of the things that I absolutely love about almost every entrepreneur that I have had on this show, they all have the same desire. And that is they wanted freedom. They wanted the ability to live life their own way. But at the same time, they were also willing to put in the work, like you said, that four-letter word. And when you hear overnight success, I always giggle, especially in the media when they say that, because you can just go back and look, look them up on Google. Look anybody up on Google and you'll find out they've been around for a very long time, that there is a inertia that is required. So So uh, I've run 15 online businesses, but I was always a solopreneur. It wasn't like uh, Walt, he ran the the bigger enterprises. However, it's the same for all of us, whether you're a solopreneur or you're a multi-level marketing person or you have multi-teams that are working with you, it requires time. So talk to us a, a little bit about this building and stepwise system that you use, that there are phases in the business entrepreneurial uh, mindset. Like you start off where you're doing everything with the kitchen sink, but then what's the, what's the next thing that you see common over and over again? Like somebody comes to you for coaching with this uh, success formula that you have. And what is the number one thing that you find? They've taken these courses, they're ready to rock and roll. And what is the number one thing you find that people struggle with still today? Still today and always and will be 
here's here's the truth. No one buys coaching. No one buys consulting. No one really wants a speaker any more than you want a dentist or a colonoscopy. What people want is a solution to a problem. So what happens early on is people have an idea and they want to help. They come from this deep place of service and they go out in the world and they hold themselves out as I'm a coach. I'm a consultant. I want to help people. I want to help people do stuff. I love people. I want to help them. I like business. I want to help solve business problems. Well, the entrepreneurial paradox that we teach is that as consumers, we go narrow. We go for the specific. We have a specific problem that we want solved. And so number one is getting our clients super focused on what problem they're solving. What exact problem do you want to solve? And who do you want to solve it for? That is, what is your market that you're going to be selling to? And that is some of the hardest work of all, because as entrepreneurs, we think that if we cast the net wide, we're going to be successful. And just the opposite is true. So problem, solution. And that's one of my favorite topics to talk to people about, because like you say, they come from this service leadership mindset. They want to just help. They love people. Let me help you. And then we start talking about, you got to narrow it down. So then the next problem is, but I do so many things. How do I narrow down? It's like asking, like when Hemingway was uh, told, in order for you to be a successful author, you have to learn to kill your children, which was, he was talking about your favorite paragraphs, your favorite chapters. So Mm -hmm. talk to us a little bit about that. So I want business owners to be wildly successful, to have six, seven, eight figure businesses if they want, because that's possible. But you have to start somewhere. You have to dig your first fence post very deep. Once you've got a business foundation that's making you money and bringing your you clients, you have the capacity to scale horizontally if you want to, or grow the business vertically if you want to. You can do anything you want to once you've got the foundation down. But you're never going to get the traction that you want unless you have the, the discipline to actually focus on one thing and do that one thing really well, be known for that one thing. And if you look at some of the big players in our industry, you know, my own coach with with whom I have a great privilege to work with is is Jeff Walker, product launch formula, Stu McLaren, tribe, John Maxwell, leadership, Uh, you know, the, the, the big players, they're known for a thing. So, and there are people like Robbins um, who, you know, have started with one thing and now have grown horizontally. So you can do anything with your business model, but you got to start somewhere. Robbins started in uh, dirty hotel rooms um, doing NLP around um, uh, phobias and addictions. That's where he started. 
And it's by digging that one fence post, as you say, uh, that you really start to do well. And then you can grow from there. But it's really tough on some people because it's like picking between children. You know, it's like, I have no idea. Which one do I pick? They're all good ideas. And I'm like, you're absolutely right. Just pick one. You can't pick wrong. And so it's that decision making. And like you described, discipline. So discipline is a, a nasty word for a lot of people because they see it as an external force. So talk to us a little bit about how discipline is really an internal force that's your best friend. But, you know, it's still, it has a negative rap. Oh, it has a negative rap, but we talk about it all, all the time. With discipline comes freedom. Um, I know, uh, based upon our um, conversation, that you are highly disciplined. You have a time, an early time in the morning at 4, o'clock, 4 a.m. that you get up. I get up at 4.15 a.m. every single morning. Um, I have a marketing time. I have a direct outreach time. I have podcast times. I have client delivery times. I have times for my self-care, for my meditation, for my journaling. And they are all very carefully blocked on my calendar because otherwise time gets fuzzy. Horizons get fuzzy. As I shared with you, um, only half jokingly, because the, the, the sentence is true. I say at the beginning of my time mastery, uh, keynote, the great thing about being an entrepreneur is that we have the, the freedom and the flexibility to work whatever 18 hours of the day we want. And that's <laughs> not good. That's, that, 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 that's bad for families. It's bad for, for our personal selves. It's bad for our spiritual life. So creating disciplines within our days and our weeks and our years, creating disciplines for our businesses and for our self-care those disciplines lead to the wildly successful businesses and lives. Exactly. And one of the things I love sharing with people with uh, my business boot camps I do and that sort of thing is that the very first exercise we do is I say, when are you going on vacation this year? In the next 12 months, set up a time that you're going to take a two-week vacation. And you should see the look of horror and panic on these new entrepreneurs that like, my business isn't even making money yet. And I'm like, you still need that vacation. So let's talk about that beautiful concept of you need time to unwind from your day-to-day activities. Talk to us a little bit about taking a vacation. So you um, mentioned that my passions include high altitude mountaineering and ultra distance running, and they are my passions. Uh, I am planning to run the Grand Canyon from rim to rim to rim again in October. Uh, which is 50 miles and 20,000 vertical feet inside a day. Uh, we climb, we've climbed five of the seven summits of the world. Um, and what's true, we know this in athletics and sports, and to some degree, some of us know it in entertainment, but we know that in order to actually get stronger, you know, if you go to a gym, you know this. In order to get stronger, you actually need to rest. That's, that is axiomatic. For some reason, there's a disconnect with entrepreneurs and business professionals, certainly business professionals from my original professional of, of the law, where we think we're machines and we can work 20, 24-7, 365. The research is really clear that after 50 hours a week, um, our productivity drops off exponentially. And we get no more effective work done in 80 hours than we would have gotten in 50. And so taking time away, the great pianist um, 
uh, Arthur Rubenstein was asked about, you know, his virtuoso piano, uh, piano, his grasp of the notes. He said, oh, anybody can play the notes. He said, but the power is in the pauses. And that's true for us as well. The more we can pause, reflect, rest, the more time we do that, the faster our businesses will grow. And not only, I would add, Janine, and you probably do, not only schedule the two weeks, but schedule two weeks of real vacation, meaning you're off the grid. I, I totally agree. Yeah, you don't, you don't be anywhere near Wi-Fi and don't you dare take a device with you <laughs> except right. to take care of the air flights and the necessary things. So one of the things that I did when I was really early on was I would take every four months, I would take a four-day weekend and I would just take off and I would go hiking in the hills of Virginia. And at the time, uh, there was absolutely no Wi-Fi available. So I was taking maps and figuring things out like a good Girl Scout. And so those things really reconnected me with what the uh, beautiful life is. So talk to us a little bit about how when people don't have uh, that vision of what they want their life to look like. They have a vision for their business, right? They, they know they want to help people and they may have a vision for their business, but they forget their life. So talk to us about how you personally kind of turned that dial for yourself. So I love that question. It's actually where we begin in the consultant success formula. Where we begin is I want you to journal out your perfect day. What time you get up in the morning, what you do when you get up in the morning, where you go for breakfast, what do you do after breakfast, when you break for lunch, what it looks like and feels like. And then same exercise for the perfect week, um, because we want to create great businesses that, that support extraordinary lives rather than just simply having our nose down, grinding it out somehow living to work. I want people to have great work that provides them with great lives. And so it starts, our business modeling starts with life modeling. You know, I, I went to a, a long story, another podcast, how I ended up in law school um, and I loved law school. But if I had known that I had to wear a, um, a three-piece back then suit and sit in a hermetically sealed office, I don't know that I would have done that because that's not who I am. I don't like hermetically sealed environments. I, I like the mountains and the woods. And so getting clear about the life you want. We built the business that we have. You know, we talked before we went on, on, on live is that while I built my law firm in Connecticut, um, I live in West County Cork, Ireland now because I can. We built a business that is absolutely portable. And so getting clear on the life you want is what will help you create an extraordinary business. Uh, and mine was out of the fact of I was emotionally unemployable, meaning and that's how I talk to people is I was emotionally unemployable because I refused to leave my children in public school when I knew I was giving them an education that would really help them with their with their future. And so being a homeschooling mom, I was one of those things of I demanded from the universe that they they find a way to help me do use my skill sets. And that was when we were just starting online learning back in the dark ages of 2014, 2015 and starting online courses and you, and you spent the first 
episode or the first lesson was just how you use Zoom. I remember <laughs> I spent right. years doing that. And so that is the thing about making the life you want. And let's talk about the other half that we also like to share, which is making the money you deserve. Now that has to be very carefully uh, orchestrated. So you want to talk a little bit about, yes, it's creating the life you want in the vision. Now orchestrate how you go about orchestrating that. So Money is energy in motion. Um, money um, is, is a wonderful tool. Money gives us options. Money gives us choices for ourselves, for our families, for those we love. It allows us at a certain level to create generational wealth. It allows us at a certain point in time to make a huge impact in the world if that's where we want to go. I want the people I work with to make extraordinary incomes. Um, Joel Osteen in Every Day of Friday once said, and this, was, this kind of unlocked a little money mindset piece for me. He said, you know, your bank account is a direct reflection of the number of lives you've touched in the world. Like, ooh, I want to touch a lot of lives. And so it's okay to want money. Money mindset issues infect, intentionally infect, uh, intentional use of the word, way too many entrepreneurs particularly coaches, consultants, healers, caregivers, money infects how they show up in the world and they underperform and don't receive the money they get. And therefore they can't sustain the work. I have seen too way too many coaches and consultants come to me who, who have gone through programs who are like struggling. Some of whom have been even nearly bankrupt because they've either got money mindset issues or they've never been taught marketing and selling or um, they, they don't think they deserve it at some, at, at some level uh, or that it's bad at some level. And so money is good and our clients, your clients, my clients, we want them to, to make a lot of money. Yep. That's how I, how I started was helping people learn how to live debt-free. So that was the first thing. And then helping them learn how to have habitual savings. And it was sometimes a very laborious process. It would take five to seven years for some people. And that's where I had five mental health care professionals that I would bring into my, uh, we didn't call them webinars yet. They, that wasn't the term, but I'd bring them into my online classes. <laughs> and say, okay, here we go. This is what you need to do to kind of get over these uh, emotional yeah. barriers to wealth. And I used to share with people, look, I want to make millions so I can help millions. That was the the key phrase that I wish I had come with the, up with that, but that was Barbara Stanny. I think she's now Barbara Husson. But uh, it was um, Overcoming Under Earning was the book that I remember reading on that one and thinking, I want to be like the, her when I grow up. So that was one of those fun things. So we've and talked about- work, And that work you've done- Janine is so important in the world. I so honor, you know, when I was sleuthing you out, I so honor you that for that, because that, 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 in, that so inhibits people from really sustaining the work, staying in the game long enough because they're not making the money they deserve. And, and much of it is, is around mindset and bad practices. And I just, I love that you, that you have given that gift to the world. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. I, like you say, um, definitely comes from the scientific background that, you know, if I am seen as great, it's only because I had the opportunity to stand on the shoulders of giants. And so I know Isaac Newton was the first one to say that, but I totally understand what he's talking about. It's one of those things that builds. And the thing that is uh, what I love about what you're talking about is the fact that 
we're still experiencing these same problems. They look different. It's more complicated. Problems seem more difficult, but it really comes back down to brass tacks. Do you love what you do, and are you making money? Because if you're not profitable, you're not in business is what I like to share with people. So <laughs> let's move forward with that then. Let's go figure out a way for you to be profitable while still serving others. And so talk to us a little bit about this uh, great book that you have now, The Power Principles of Time Mastery. As you know, I totally am with you on board with that. Talk to us about what spawned that book? I mean, why write that book? There's a lot of time management books, but you obviously had a calling to do that. So share that story with us. So my first book was Journeys on the Edge, Living a Life That Matters. And it talks about creating a rich, full, deeply satisfying life. And it shares many of the components of my journey to creating that. And then I would get questions. Well, how do you do that? And how do you have the time for that? And and so that's what gave rise to the power principles of, of time mastery. And it's not time management. It is time mastery because we talk about time management. Back to the keyword search is time management, but you can't manage time. Time just is. It'll, it'll, it doesn't care whether you wrestle with it, mud wrestle with it, or get in the mosh pit with it. It doesn't care. It'll just go by. And so you cannot, mask, you cannot manage time, but you can manage yourself and master yourself and master your use of time. And so time mastery incorporates a lot of the practices and disciplines that we've alluded to that allow us to structure and co-create our days such that we have great businesses and great lives. Well, now you're touching on my favorite scientific topic, which is physics. And we start talking about space-time continuums. And I bring up Godel, Escher, and Bach and start talking about how these guys all Amen. know. Amen. <laughs> now, you're, now, now you're talking, you're getting into the area where I really like to get down to the nitty-gritty. But we'll save the others we'll from this. <laughs> we'll save them from that. <clears throat> so it's true. It's time mastery. And oh my gosh, it comes right back around to discipline, that self-discipline that you create. So like, a normal morning for me, <clears throat> excuse me, a normal morning for me is I get up, I meditate, do the journaling, positive affirmations, make sure that I'm on point with where I want to go with the goals that I've set up for myself, blah, blah, blah. And then every day of the week has a different series of tasks that are necessary in order to build the life that I want to create for myself and my children. So what is your morning or what does your day kind of look like for you? So I believe in claiming the first four to five hours of the day for me so that I can show up resourceful and resilient and effective for the people I serve. And so I get up at 4.15, I get my cup of coffee, I journal. Um, 22, 23 years ago, Julia Cameron wrote a book called The Artist's Way. She has a wonderful journaling practice called Morning Pages. Um, she characterized it as flushing the toilet of your mind, three stream of consciousness pages. It's wonderful doesn't have, it's not dear diary. It's just, it could be your laundry list or it could be your grocery shopping list or it could be your worries or your to-dos or whatever. It's three stream of consciousness pages. And it's amazing because you see patterns and repetitions and you begin to get clarity. And so I do my, my morning pages with my coffee. And then I do my Vipassana meditation that I've done for 25 years, perhaps the single most powerful practice of my entire life. Uh, it has kept me, uh, uh, steady through my dozen years as a single dad, raising three young boys on my own. 
Uh, so meditation practice. And then um, my wife, Anne, who, Anne Shabani, who's uh, the, the co-owner of Summit Success, co-founder of Summit Success, uh, publisher at Summit Press Publishers. Um, she and I have some coffee together, and then we go out for a run along our beautiful Irish coast. We run six, eight, 10 miles, sometimes 15 to 25 miles on a weekend. And we deconstruct Western literature and solve political problems and uh, have a great time. We come back, we do reflective reading. Um, we um, then transition into the day with um, a business meeting and that, and that launches the day from there. But those first four or five hours are, that's sacred time where we carve it out for ourselves and that leads us to be really on for the people we serve. And nowhere did you hear me say, check my smartphone or my email. That's exactly right. Uh, that's one of the things that parks itself in a drawer for me. Everything's turned off and, yes. and and all that because it's one of those things that I learned was really difficult. Now, for the young moms out there who are also running a business, I know that that is your electronic leash because you have to have it on in case somebody, uh, as far as a child or something, might have a need for you to pull them wherever they are at 11 o'clock at night or something like that. I understand that we do have those kind of responsibilities to us. However, it's highly detrimental if you go like that for too long. Look, really contemplate why are you on an electronic leash? Why is there that fear within you? Any advice you can give them on that? I mean, you've been a single parent. You know that kind of uh, dark night of the soul at 2 a.m. where you hope your kids are okay. You have any oh, ideas? I'm, for them? I'm, not, I'm not sure that ever goes away. I mean, you know, the phone... <laughs> So my kids are grown. So sorry to be the bearer of bad news there, Janine. Um, but uh, but I was a single dad. I started, you know, I I actually had my boys from my youngest uh, when I took on that gig exclusively. My youngest was five, uh, and so it was. There were many dark nights of the soul, and I knew that even in that time, I needed to claim for my uh, claim time for myself. Um, and it was in that early time that I actually began to, to develop that morning discipline. Um, there's, there's no sane reason to get up at 4 a.m., really, except for, as a single dad, it was like my time. That was my time. And I was, you know, I was kind of dialed into the alarm ringing at 645, trying to get the kids up, trying to get them out. I just end up breathless and exhausted before I even started. And so Yes, I agree that even if we can create little oases of time, you know, if we can go, you know, if we can get somebody to cover us, spot, spot us for like an hour on a Sunday afternoon to go to Barnes and Noble and, um, you know, put the phone on silent so you have, you know, you can read a few magazines, a little oasis, even little stuff is better than nothing. And that is really challenging for those of you that feel that if you don't do it, no one else will. There's that lone wolf attitude that really can be exceedingly detrimental to you as you move forward. So for the lone wolf people out there, I know you feel like, you know, if I don't do it, nobody else will. You may live alone in your apartment or you may feel like you're alone because of the way you've chosen to live your life. I know a lot of my family had no understanding about why I was doing what I was doing. So that lone wolf mentality got us to where we at least got to freedom. So talk to us 
us about how to build uh how to build out of that you know it, the lone wolf is what got us to where okay i know this will help me be happy and get that life of freedom but how do i kind of now build out my pack so to speak you know yeah so what got you to where you are will not get you to where you want to be uh and the entrepreneurial life is good but it's a lonely go we get siloed and we cannot go it alone. There's the old African pro proverb that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. So my very first recommendation is go and find yourself a coach, go and find yourself an accountability partner, go and find yourself a community of entrepreneurs to surround yourself with and have at least someone who is your thinking partner. That's how I, I often think about coaching at a high level. You have a thinking partner where you're not alone. You have a sounding board. And from there, for me, the next question is when somebody's a solopreneur and they're feeling underwater, which if you're building a business happens pretty quickly, the next question is, well, where are you seeing the friction? Hire for that. Hire for that piece of friction. Um, Dan Sullivan's most recent book, Who Not How, is a wonderful illumination around this. Entrepreneurs, they get into it. Oh my God, I've got to figure out this automation thing. I got to figure out this Facebook pixel thing. I don't know how to do that. Wrong question, because that's not your zone of excellence. Your zone of excellence is coaching or consulting or writing or doing your videos or whatever that thing is that brings you joy. It's not figuring out Facebook pixels. So ask yourself who, go out into Upwork, get somebody to do it for 30 bucks or 50 bucks and preserve your time because your single biggest cost bar none in a business, the most pernicious cost of all is opportunity cost. The cost that you incur if you get lost in the weeds of your business and don't stay in your zone of excellence. And with that, we're going to wrap it up because you have given so many wonderful gold nuggets today. So where can, where do you want people to go to, to find you? I mean, you've got this great new book and you're all over the internet. So where's a good place for our listeners to. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard to find me. So the consult, uh, consultant success formula, consultant success formula.com um, is our signature flagship program. Um, so that's one way uh, to get a hold of me. Um, we also talked about, because uh, I would love to share this with you and your listeners, um, I would love to give your listeners a gift of the Power Principles of Time Mastery, an electronic version of that, now in a second printing. Um, and so we'll get that over to you so that you can put it in your show notes and make it available, uh, along with our executive planning templates to help people actually execute on time mastery. Um, so your listeners will have that. Um, and then my primary website is walthampton.com. Made that up myself, walthampton.com. So <laughs> that'll work out. And so for those of you who are listening on maybe Spotify or one of our other platforms that we are with, whether you're on Audible, wherever, Pandora, just know that you can go to janinebolin.com. And that's where you can click on articles and search Walt Whitman. I'm sorry, search Walt Hampton. Wow. Oh you my can God. 
<laughs> I love it when I do that. that see, that's just the mommy that. brain. That's the mommy brain at work right there. So go to Walt Hampton, search Walt Hampton's uh, interview, and that's where you will find all these freebies. And I highly recommend that if you are a business owner that you look this up, and it will really be helpful to you. Thank you so much for being with us today, Walt. Oh, Janine, my, my, my privilege. Thank you so much for the privilege. <laughs> no worries. And thank you so much for joining us with The Thriving Solopreneur, where we ask you to keep your feet firmly on the ground, debt-free, while you're reaching for those stars. Have a great day, and we will see you next Friday. Thank you for listening to The Thriving Solopreneur Show. We hope you found this episode helpful and uplifting. Be sure to visit us at JanineBolin.com forward slash podcast, where you'll find a library of videos, books, and podcast programs to guide you to the future you envision for yourself. We also ask that you visit our sponsor, The8Gates.com, for the books and online courses that share with you the debt-free living lifestyle that allows business owners like yourself to flourish. Have a great day and see you next time.